I'm so fucking excited today because I have a guest that's actually really been through some shit. And I'm here. I'm not on Zoom. Yes, I know. I know. The Zoom thing it's is painful. so painful. It's like I know. not that painful, but then really compared to just like, can you get in the car and see my face yeah. and how much better it is to listen because our audio sounds the same. Yes. And as a broadcaster, I do not appreciate it when I go, hey, how's it going? The other one goes, rah, 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 and I'm like, and it just sounds Zoom and, and looks like shit. It's all pixelated. Yeah. Then people use the weird filters where it's like fake makeup and shit. And you're I'm, like, whoa. I'm getting over it. I told my co-host, I, you like, uh, you need to suck it up. <laughs> they're super worried about touching people because they're like, especially comedians. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Because they go on the road. I'm like, look, I get like, I don't want to like touch everyone's butthole or anything, but. You don't? For the, Well, I guess I, I was just trying to bro down with them. <laughs> guess I'm alone on that one. <laughs> I, I'm such a, that's <laughs> my wife. I am a butthole fade. I can't say no to anybody. Oh my God. I'm okay. so bad. Guys, without introduction, Jason Ellis is here <laughs> and I'm so excited because I saw you on Ryan Sickler's podcast, The Honeydew, yeah. and you've had a fucking crazy life. You're yeah. from Australia. You started as a skateboarder. I went on YouTube and watched all your old skateboarding videos. Oh. It was so crazy to see you with no <laughs> tattoos. Yeah. No fucking hair. gold teeth. God damn it. Hair. I was so handsome. D- I had it all, God Stop. damn it. Stop. So it was so crazy. So you're this amazing skateboarder in Australia. Yep. Then you come to LA. Yeah, no, I moved to got- San Diego first. I and moved you- to San Diego to be a pro skateboarder when I was 17. Okay. And then took me... I think I came here three or four times every year I came for six months because you back then you could get a holiday visa. Right. And they just let you live here for six months. That's dope. I had my, the first time I came with 50 bucks, but my father gave me a credit card to show the government because they have to show, you have to have a thousand dollars a month to prove that you're not going to try and get a job there. That's, yeah. That was old school before they got way more cutthroat with it. So I just had that three years in a row where I got a, I was like, I love Disneyland. And they were like, Maybe you do. And they just let me keep going. Like, weird how he just keeps coming here with <laughs> You're like, little and I'm less and less money. obsessed with Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And then they caught me going from Canada to Australia, uh, to America. And that's when he was, that's when the, those, because those customs are way harder than normal American customs. All right. And they're like, we don't, we don't believe your story. You need to go to the bank and show us this money or uh, we're deporting you. So then I lived in Canada for a year. I ran out of the airport. And got a taxi back to the city and called these people, the pro skateboarders, the Red Dragons that yeah. I knew of. They ran Vancouver. And they just said, you can live with us, be a skateboarder with us. And I lived in Canada for a year until the Bones Brigade gave me an athlete visa. And then I became, after 10 years of being a pro Jesus skateboarder, where I became Christ. a legal pro skateboarder. So how did you go from that to then, you, did you do the MMA first or then the radio show? The radio uh, show first, right? Yeah. So yeah. then how did you end up getting a radio show? You had the Jason Ellis show, which ran forever on Sirius. Tony Hawk, straight up. Tony Hawk got offered a show because he's Tony Hawk and the video game was big and Sirius XM were like, we want to get an action sports radio team together. So they hired him and he said, uh, I really want Jason to be on there. He's a pro skateboarder who I think is really funny. He's always been a funny guy in skateboarding. Yeah. And told them I'd be good for it. So I didn't have any idea. And then he was telling them he thinks I'd be good at radio full stop without him. I had no idea that he was telling them this. Wow. And and then I wasn't easy because they didn't, you know, once I left the Tony Hawk show, they were, they were like, now you're, now you're just some dude again. (laughs) 
And when you're just some dude at Sirius, they just shit on you constantly. They're like, so we're going to give you your own show called The Some Dude Show. where <laughs> We're going to give you your own show where you're a DJ and you need to shut the fuck up and tell everybody that this band's your favorite band. I was oh, like, I hate this band. No. And they're like, you have to say it's good. I'm like, I will not. <laughs> and then somehow that the miracle in me saying this band coming up right next is the worst band I've ever heard and they look like pussies. Oh, my God. And then I'd play it. And people loved it. Liked it. They were like, dude, this guy speaks. The I love truth. this guy, how he just like hates if he doesn't like it, he just says it. No and bullshit. Then, and then I got popularity and then I was able to tell somebody in New York, I don't want to play music every two minutes. I want to just keep talking. And he was like, Do it then. And I was like, I got your word that I can do that. And he said, Yeah. And then that's when I flew back from New York and called it the Jason Ellis show. That's great. And just started talking for an hour at a time before I played music. I love it. Congratulations. Yeah, it was easy peasy. Okay, but I want to hear, because I know you have so many worse, but I, okay, so first of all, growing up in Australia, mm. there's fucking huge, I've never been there, but everyone that I've ever known that's gone on vacation there sends me pictures of giant spiders and bad. snakes and fucking all this bad. shit. You've that, got bears and fucking ca- giant, giant beasts. But we can't have, like everything kill you in Australia? No, no. Bullshit artist. Everyone's a bullshit artist. Really? There's no drop bear. There's no fuck. Sure, there's some poisonous snakes and some poisonous spiders. You have poisonous snakes, and but do, do you realize that everyone in Australia? No, I don't. I never met anybody that died of a snake attack in Australia. Not one. I what never about- met anybody growing up that was attacked by a ser- like a series of spiders. It's bullshit. Is it true that everyone in Australia has a toilet spider that wa- that no. stays by the toilet no. and kills all the other spiders? No. Really? Yeah, full on lies. Everybody is on the Mick Dundee tip. I told people a long time ago when I was seventeen that uh, a bunch of girls in in uh, Mission Beach because I was chicks would I was you know, gathered around. I was like, oh man, I've really got myself a story here. And They're they, like, whoa, they, crocodile they loved Dundee. my accent. They, the accent was killing. So I just kept talking. Oh mate, so it just sounded like they just wanted to hear. They wanted to hear me say some shit that would run along what they think Australians are. So I just said. That drop bears, you know, there's bears that koala bears that have rabies and they drop out of trees and maul your face. People have been killed by them. You just made that up. And they were like, no way. <laughs> Tell us more. I want to suck your dick. As soon they as just I start saw, taking on your accent. Yes. As soon as I saw their face really believe me instantly, yeah. then it was sky's the limit. I just made up shit all the time. So nothing gnarly growing up in Australia? No crazy Australian stories? Yeah. But that's not like everybody in Australia. I had a f- crazy family. So, like, you know, I shot wild boar and I put their heads on my head and I. Like while they were dead, I can't, like I've you had, cut their head off and put it right on your head. They taught me, yeah. I cut, I cut, I shot a boar once because I attacked the tr- the fire, and we had to go up in trees. And then I dropped out of the tree and shot one with a shotgun. And a pit bull dog and myself killed the pig. And then when they hung it by its legs, made me gut it, like teaching me how to do all this stuff. And then they're like, "Cut its head off, Jay." So then I cut its head off with the meat cleaver, and then like, "Put it on your head. We'll take a photo." So then I right after you cut it off, it no, was dead. no cleaning it out. No fuck no, no. We were covered in that shit. I ate its kidneys. Like I was, I grew up with a guy who was from Czechoslovakia, and he was just all about uh, being a bushman and being really tough and making food out of shit that was unnecessary. And what? what so what were your parents like? My mom had me when she was sixteen. Okay, she was alcoholic, I think. And then my dad was twenty, and he was a bit of a drinker, and he never really paid that much attention. Back then, I don't think he really liked my mum, so he ended up leaving my mum and marrying her the, the, her best friend, Aww. who was my stepbrother's mum. So right. my stepmom 
and my real mum apparently were best of friends before I was born, and then they've never been cool since, still well, to duh. this day. Is like your I, dad still with that lady? No, nah, he died. Oh, okay. But, Is yeah, your but mom? he was with her, but he also cheated on her several times. He went out with a stripper. I was going out with a stripper, and then he started going out with my stripper friend who worked at the same club. So then he would call to see if my girlfriend was there, so he wouldn't didn't want to show up and see my girlfriend's pussy. It's really nice of him. So it was always weird. And my brothers were never a part of this. They were, you know, I mean, their stepmom, they didn't know that he was cheating, but I always knew because I was like... Uh, you were older. I was just already, I already knew. Everyone had already broken up. I'd seen people do heroin in front of me. I'd seen people punch women and people lead it. My brothers didn't see that. My yeah. brothers never saw the demo, the most disgusting side of like all of a sudden my dad got money and got a job uh-huh. and was like I've got a Ferrari and I don't uh, abide to I never did any of that stuff and my stepmom's like oh I know how disgusting and I'm like I, you're like I remember I've seen everything you, like, break a gun on a dude's head and snap it in half and you saw your dad do that yeah like why I'm, did he do that just angry like fighting each other temper crazy beating so people you, up all the time. Were you the only kid between your mom and your dad? Yeah. So you saw all the bullshit before they got divorced. <laughs> yeah, and-, and my mom had really bad boyfriends. One of them tried to give me meth when I was 10. How like, did that happen? You were just... <laughs> I was at a party and I wanted to go home. At 10 you were yeah. at a party? And my mom, when word got out that she was leaving because Jason's tired, he went into the room where I was watching TV and said, if I give you something and wake you wake, make you wake up, just promise you don't tell your mom. And that's when I knew it was something wrong. So I told my mom and my dad was looking for him and shit. But people didn't. She tried to defend that. Your mom I love her now. Many, many years later when I had my own kids, I brought up that conversation when we were in a mall in Australia. And she was like, look, he was in a really bad way. And I'm like, mom. Oh, my. You're like, mom, he tried to give me meth. I'm like, fuck him. Fuck him forever. No, no, no. I mean, he was in a bad place. I'm like. I remember being really dark on her for a couple of years because of that, but she just misunderstood things. She said things sometimes that she doesn't have, you know, I mean, I've been in years of therapy and stuff and, and she has no background. She has no parent. She's adopted. She has no idea what being a parent is. And she got pregnant when she was 16 with some dickhead that had no interest in fucking taking care of anything. Right. So she just, she knows little to nothing. And then my mm. stepmom showed up and I started living with my dad and she got super dark about that. And so she's always been, it's more apparent to me when I, my kids are near her, how toxic unmotherly, she is. No, oh, it's unmotherly. Not, she just yeah. have any idea. She, so she's just, her, she doesn't even want to hold it. She's like, if all it right. Starts crying, she's like, it doesn't like me. I'm like, it doesn't. It, not even. The- I'm like, it doesn't. It's a baby. You have to cuddle it. Yeah, babies cuddle cry baby. sometimes. I know. I know it's so hard because I think it's interesting sometimes like when you grow up in a household with a with a parent who is very like, I mean, I'm working on my relationship with my mom, so I try not to get into it too much, but I totally relate to you in the sense of having a mom that's very, um, like they just don't, they're missing that uh, sort of maternal yep. gene, I yep. guess you could call it. Where, like, they would do anything for their child, that kind of thing. It's more like, oh, it's here, so I just take care of it. You know what I mean? Best I can. And then they kind of, like, they put you through really traumatic shit. But then, like, to them, for some reason, it's not traumatic. They no. don't realize how traumatic it is Because it wasn't on purpose. Which it, makes it less 
painful to me because I'm yeah. like, my mom didn't say how many ways can I torture my son and tweak him for the rest of his days. Yeah, she just said stuff that tweaked me for the rest of my days. Exactly, the and then and then you tell them later, and they almost kind of like gaslight you and because they're like, yeah. they're like, no, I, well, but I didn't mean it like that, or da da da. You know, it's, it's changed funny. now. It's better now. Since I Same, got I've let go of serious, yeah. she hears the show. She hears the podcast, wow. so she's heard me talk about her. Does she get mad at you about it? No. I mean, even when the book came out, she was like, you know, you wrote in the book that, you know, you, my my boyfriend tried to give you meth. I was like, am I lying? No. Because if I'm not lying, you can't get mad at me. Exactly. If, if we really have to relive it right now, do you want me to get mad at you? Because I can fucking e- do it easy. Because who, you know what I mean? If, if you did that, my kid, I got an 11-year-old son. You offer my 11-year-old son, you, you're dead. Yeah. Not... I'm not calling anyone. Yeah. I'm killing you. My, you know, it's so funny you say that. My mom, the same thing. I did a documentary and I talked about some of the shit that she did to us when we were younger and she flipped out and was like, why would you tell everyone? Da, da, da. And she's like, getting, you're, you're freeing yourself. Yeah. Like, and, then she, and then they get mad at you, but you're like, okay, but there's nothing to be mad at because you did that. And then they're like, well, I was. I'm going to look bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, going to well, look but you, bad. But you I'm going to yeah, do it. Yeah. So maybe just apologize and move on like uh, yeah. like grownups do. Or we also explain that, like, well, with my mom, it was like mental health issues. So, like, I kind of explain that, like, you know, yep. they are working through it, you know, and she's worked through it, working through it. And, you know, that is what it is. Um, so, obviously, going through all that as a child, mm. you came out with some mental health issues. Yeah. And yeah, when, big did, time. when did you start to notice that you were struggling and in what way? Oh, wow. Um, well, probably I did. Def- I definitely didn't fit in at school. Okay. Were uh, you, were you like the punk guy or were you like bullied or what was, yeah, the I was bullied. A bullied. Lot. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Cause I was like girls like me at school. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I looked good. <laughs> So lame. I I was I wasn't like uh like people would go yeah, what the fuck like, happened? What, what happened to you? You know what I mean? I never got singled out like, for that. Like yeah, the guy with the fucking like, glasses. But it was my way of acting separated me because I I think it was just like if I still am if it's a lot of people and I don't know everybody I don't want to fucking talk. But then if you get me in a spot where it's like hey it's talk I'll talk more than I've ever I've never met anybody that talks more than me. That's great. Well, I probably talk more than you, but I let you talk because this we is my podcast. We can talk off if you want. Fucking break Let's this have down. a fucking talk <laughs> um, But no, don't you find that it's kind of interesting when you have to grow up very quickly and then you go to school and you don't relate to other kids because you were forced to grow up so quickly? Do you yeah, feel without like that knowing was a part that of- at the time, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't understand everybody. Exactly, because you were living this almost adult life defending yourself having to be aware of yourself raising yourself kind yeah. of and not, like not take meth from your mom's boyfriend when other kids at school's moms were baking apple pies and right. you know being motherly and they had normal you know no, quote unquote normal more normal there was always situation. this facade that it, everything had always been all right at my dad's house so mm-hmm. i think that really did the most damage because i never really planned on working on myself and i was pretty sure i was right the whole time yeah. It was only later on. I think kids really triggered me to go, oh my God, you guys didn't even raise me at all. No wonder I'm a fucking idiot. And then I copied my ex-wife's parents. I watched them, parent and grandparent, and was like, oh my. Because they were loving and nurturing. Yeah. yeah. Like these people at first made me uncomfortable. Because they, like, so they were so loving. full of shit. Because they were so loving. Yeah, nobody like, oh yeah, really? You concerned about what's going on in my mind? Fuck off. But they did. They were. 
I know. Isn't that interesting? People, people genuinely really care. care. Yeah. When you meet people who really care. I did not know that. Some people do. I mean, especially people that have been through shit because they're like, I don't want anyone else to, you know, be alone in the struggle. So you, when you had your kid, so your daughter's 15, your son's 11. Mm-hmm. So when you had the kids, that was when you were like, I'm going to start to go to therapy and start to work through shit. Um, just Devin made me, my daughter made me grow up. Mm-hmm. Like I just stopped thinking about me all the time because mm-hmm. I was very driven on me. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing. Still is. <laughs> It's difficult to think of other things. That's why I haven't had kids. Right. I've seen, I've, if I had it again, and I, I probably wouldn't have because my ego would be like, well, what, wait, I'm going to put somebody else first? That sounds terrible. <laughs> I know. And it is. As an egotistical maniac, it's terrible. I'm like waking up, getting my sleep disturbed for a I, crying oh, baby. Not to mention just if they're worried, I'm worried. Yeah, you're like, ugh. Like the boyfriend could break up with them. And I'm like, oh, you're Kill the motherfucker. You're hurt too. Yeah. And I don't even know the guy. I don't even know what happened. You guys aren't even old enough to make out. So it's not even real. And I'm like, fuck him. Wow. Wow. So. Okay. So. Where am I? So you had your kids. Yeah. You. So at what point and did you start going like, oh, I'm going to, you know, change my life? Or I mean, were you living kind of recklessly? What were you doing? Always. Like, what was. The only time I ever was sober was to be good at skateboarding. If I ever won or did well at a contest, then I'd just straight go back on the blow and do all kinds of drugs. Um, so tell me some worsts. All right. Well, I wrote down a couple because okay. Nikki reminded me. So she's like, just remember some of those ones. Because I'm like, I don't remember the first thing I ever did. No, you don't have worst. to remember the worst. But then I totally thing. did. The first time I ever shot up heroin. How old were you? Um... I was older. See, I'd already been in in America, and then there was some people. Man, I'll try to do this fast, but where no, I, you don't have to do it fast. I'm 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 by. Okay. I don't know it yet, but every now and then, when I did a lot of drugs in Australia, I somehow like found myself at gay bars letting people suck me off. That was just a thing. And you that were, I, so I was I was probably early twenties when that happened, and it was only when you did drugs. Oh yeah, and I just thought, wow, you're that much of a junkie that if it's if someone's going to get you off you just want the high at all costs and i would feel really guilty about it i would feel like i hated gay people so i hated myself i was like you're disgusting what are you what what, just because you're on drugs you can let that happen why did you hate gay people because you were because i was told to hate gay people by your parents yeah fags are bad obviously my father was in my opinion molested he molested me as well but i didn't figure that out until i had an invisible friend when i was 23 after a demo where I took a bunch of meth and a bunch of LSD and nobody could get me out of the hotel pool. So my girlfriend stayed there and watched me talk to an invisible uh, person who told me I was molested by my father when I was 23. Did you remember it? After the next day I did after the, and then my, my girlfriend called my mom and my mom said, Oh, I thought he forgot about that. Your mom knew. Yeah. Okay. Wait, there's so much going on. Okay. Wait, People so lied st- to me my whole you life. You still had a relationship with your dad after he molested No, he you? was by the... Yeah, also, so so when this happened, when I was 23, and I said that, and my mom goes, I think you thought it was... I think you said it was your dad, but then we realized that the, the babysitter, he had red hair, and we put it to the babysitter, because obviously your dad would not do that. And then I was staying at my dad's house at the time, because I was in America half the time, Australia half the time, and he said to me, when I got out up in the morning, he said, do you think you got molested? And I said, yeah. And he said, do you think it was me? And I said, nah. And he was like, oh, okay. 
And then we never spoke about it ever again. And at the time, I just really didn't want to talk about it. Like, especially that this invisible man had told me that it was my father that had molested me. I don't want to even fucking do that. Like, my father is my idol. I don't want to think about that. I definitely don't want to continue that conversation. But when I got older and thought about it as a parent, knowing that my father had beat up so many people in my life for saying little things or cutting him off on the on the street in a car beat him bad like real bad scared me of fighting that's how bad he beat people up Mm -hmm. people think i love fighting i just don't want you to beat me up real bad Mm -hmm. i'm terrified Mm -hmm. but his that whole thing i just was like you know what he's right it probably didn't happen that way and Said I, I was like I was molested by the babysitter. What do you remember? Suck my dick and then I'll suck yours. And all and I remember all is remember. the dick. All I remember is the dick, not the head. I just remember it was obviously way bigger than mine because he was a man and I was a baby. And it was like I was like I don't really want to do this. And he was like I'll suck yours. And I was like feels good when he does it to me. So now I don't think I'm a. I think I'm a part of it. I mm. agree to it. How old were you? Four the first time. Four. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So then dude, I take, I see all these therapists about all this shit. And then I do MDMA therapy with some fucking doctor. How did that go? Fucking what? I mean, great, but I don't, I do not need to know any more about my childhood. I, I'll do it. I hate doing it, but my father used to come into the room, into the bedroom all the time with this fucking heat lamp mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. So all I would see was this big circle heat lamp mm-hmm. and I would just be on my stomach and I would just pretend I'm asleep and somebody was fucking with my back and I would just ignore it. And then it just happened a lot. And then I started to go under the mattress and then hold my toes and my fingers into the springs of the mat of the fucking metal mattress and pull my back off the ground. So I just wasn't in the fucking bedroom. And then when the lamp came, I just cried. I, I like was whimpering, like, please stop. What do you mean fucking with your back? Like what are doing you something to my ass? Oh, okay. And I just blocked it out. Like I just pretended that I wasn't awake. Yeah. Nothing woke me up. I wasn't there for it. Right. 
but I didn't want to be there for it again. So when I knew that lamp was coming, I got under the bed. But in the therapy, when I said, don't stop, when I said, please stop, he left and realized it and then didn't do it again. And it was your dad? Yeah. So then when I realized that when I was 40, he was already dead. So then I tell my stepmom, she doesn't believe me. My brother doesn't believe me. Because he my never mom, did it My to- mom believes me instantly. And I'm like, fuck, what is this? And then I was in the middle of getting a divorce. And I was just like, this is at 40. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man. I've been through a lot. I'm a tough guy. I can take it. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why my brain let me know all this information. But I've never felt more rage in my life than in that rehab where I was like, I'll kill it. I'll kill everybody. You're like, I'm so mad. That I'm going to kill everybody in this fucking room. Yeah. And then I'm going to go out. And I was like, this is what happens when people, people go break, berserk. Yeah. Like you can't do this to a kid. No. Like they'll fucking, I didn't even know that it happened. Cause my brain was like, you your, can't your know brain that. Does it to you cannot you. know that you'll fucking kill yourself. Yeah, to protect and it you. saved me. Cause I think by the time I was really uh, like, I took that information in. I had so much to live for. Yeah. And I was like, you're going to get past this, you know? It's incredible what your mind will do to to keep you alive. Your mind is focused on keeping you alive no matter what. And so if it has to block shit out, it does that, which is so fucking insane. I remember watching Oprah shows and going, man, molestation. Poor kids. (laughs) And it happened to you, which is so crazy. And you know, you're not the only one that I've, I have a lot of of people do. I have a lot of girlfriends who. Girls did it to me too. Really? Yeah, they're on, just not on my number one shit list because my dad fucking me and some babysitter making me suck his dick all the time versus uh, a bunch of my dad's friends fucking me when I'm in my 16 and 17s or whatever. It's like, whatever. I remember thinking, cool, but yeah. now when I look back, I'm like, like, what the oh, fuck is your 16, tweaking problem? Yeah, and the bitch is how old? Like 30? Yeah. You're like, what is a 30-year-old woman Three doing? sisters all had a shot. My dad's friends, all three sisters married to three different men, all hit on me. And, you know, I'm fucking 16. Of course you can have me. And now when I look back at it, I was a dog to so many women. It's rape. And I think it was because my original thing of women is like, you just, they just want to fuck. You just fuck. Mm -hmm. And then it's no, then you leave. Mm -hmm. There's no, I don't owe you anything because they were, I'm, secretly married so i'm definitely not trying to see you tomorrow so i don't remember thinking any romance or yeah, any there was like never relationship any, and my dad was like well, you know at one point he was fucking one of them and i didn't know because he was like wait you fucked jenny last night and i'm like yeah he's like well i'm going to dinner tonight i'm like man i'm my brother's brother oh my god that's... like do you not see that you know like i never said it but i was like I don't really like my stepmom so there was yeah. like this thing that he knew because she said some things to me and we didn't like each other but it was still my brother's mum that you're sleep that you're cheating on and i love my brother so it was always this weird that's hurtful and your brother's never your brother's told you that that, that this hasn't nothing happened to them and did that make no you, well i did well of, that's the other thing one of my brothers passed away same year my dad passed I'm away sorry that was really tough he how, was only 24 how he hot wired uh a steamroller with his friends out in the bush where my dad died up in the mountains and they were knocking the the those poles on the side, knocking them over in the steamroller. And they got to a metal pole and instead of it tipping over, it rolled the steamroller off the cliff, killed him instantly. He's only 24. So it was like a really, Tragic. Was my, it was, yeah, that was like probably the worst part of everything. Cause my dad died and I didn't know that he was the guy that molested me at the time. 
And then my brother died that year. But it really, it does, it sucks. But all the bad things that happen to me, if I don't quit, it turns around. You know, yeah. like I got better at everything. I appreciated my life more. I worked, I was just a skateboarder. And then I was like, no, I'm going to make it in radio. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get out of this. And then I'm going to, it was all about being famous and being successful. And then once I got a taste of that and met some, some, cele- some celebrities and was like, oh, oh, I don't even, I'm not even supposed to even really be here. Like, I don't even care about the bullshit game. Like, I, I just yeah. like doing good things and feeling like I'm achieving shit. I don't even belong in celebrity world. Like I, uh, so I now I just want to be happy. I'm like, what's your new goal, Jason? Because I would like a car and I would like some shiny things. And you could say, hey, did I see you on the street? I'd be like, yeah, you recognize me. And then that happened, and I was like, still not happy. No, still not happy. Fulfill you. So I was like, okay, new new game plan. New Get goal happy. is happiness. Yeah. And then I'd had two divorces. And so then, you were married twice. Yeah, and then my my wife now, Katie. When we met. We broke up one time and she said the same thing the other two did. And I was like, that's it. It's me. It's not them. It's me. And I just become good friends with Benji and Joel Madden. My wife at the time was uh, Joel's assistant and I was good friends with Benji. And they were talking about this therapist that helped helped, um, Joel, Mm -hmm. like incredibly. Mm -hmm. And I'd met therapists my whole life and they sucked. They were stupid. And I remember knowing that they're dumb. Mm -hmm. And this guy... I just knew that if I saw this guy that I had a chance of getting Katie back and she was the right one for me. And mm-hmm. I knew it this time because I, I, I was trying to tell people that were interested in me, oh, oh yeah, you're interested. So you know I fuck dudes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm trying to think of like, what's the worst thing I could say to you to make you realize that, I, that you should you probably go be, somewhere else? Okay, so wait. So I want to get to that. Because we have so much to talk about. Well, because, like, nobody, and not to, like, say people look a certain way, whatever, but, like, but I don't think, I would never have assumed that you would ever be bisexual, ever. And I mean, like, it's that's all a just, facade. It's all facades. And it just terrified go, little frightened boy. It just Thank goes you to, to my therapist. <laughs> it just this goes is to all show. a big, get away from me. I'll kill yeah, you. Yeah. I'm actually like scared. Yeah. Me. yeah. I mean, we all are. I mean, honestly, I am. Some more too. than others, but sure. Yeah. Ones with trauma. But, okay. but, but, uh, but so you said you would do heroin. So we're, mm. we're backtracking a little bit. You do heroin and then you would end up at gay bars and getting your dick sucked. And like, so you would enjoy that. And then when did you finally become okay and identify as a bisexual? Katie. Your, what, your yeah. wife right now helped yeah. you to accept it. Well, the last two wives that I had in a weak moment, I told both of them that I'd had a gay experience. And when we broke up, they told... One of them told my good friend Pink and Carrie Hart at a wedding, did you know that Jason's a fag? Oh, really? And then Carrie called me and said, just so you know, your fucking idiot ex-wife is saying stupid shit at weddings like that. And I was like, and he was like, I don't worry about it, dude. Like I could give two fucks one way or the other because Carrie's my real friend. Well, no one But I never told Carrie or anybody and I wasn't even sure what the real answer was. So when she said that, I just remember saying to myself, don't ever tell anybody ever yeah, again, dude, because it's dangerous. And then when I met Katie, I just knew that I was, I tried to make it work with my wife, my baby mama, because I didn't want to be that person that my parents were. Mm-hmm. And I knew that we were just not going to work together. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd failed. I was really hard on myself. The one thing you could do is be a good dad. Mm-hmm. If you get divorced, you're not as good a dad. You're just not. You can, 
you can make up for it. I'm not a bad dad. I know I'm not a bad dad, but you fucking gave them a hit. Mm. They didn't. I gave my kids a hit. Yeah. They don't fucking deserve that. So that really cut me, and I just remember thinking, don't, don't do it to anybody anymore. You know what mm. I mean? You're a nice guy, but not if they try to live with you. Yeah, you don't mean it, but you fucking drive people insane. So, so you're. So I just told her from the start. You're like I'm bisexual. Date, no, well, there was a uh, a. a a calendar with trans girls on it because a trans girl was on my show because I booked her because I'm into trans girls. Mm-hmm. So she goes, you into that? And I was like, eh. But I remember thinking, I don't want to hide any. Yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. She's like, really? Have you hooked up with one? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, wow, it's so hot. I was like, it's hot. And she's like, have you hooked up with a guy? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, that's so hot. And then she told her friends, Nikki and Lee. Yeah. So then Nikki and Lee oh my God, are, so and, and Katie are joking with me and saying how cool it is that Jason hooks up with guys. And they, then they opened a Grindr account for me and, and they all gathered around. They're like, look at all these guys. I want to come over and suck your dick. And they're all laughing about it. And they're like, you got to get that guy over. And then that's when I did the, uh, I, these, these guys would come over and they would suck my dick. Okay, so and then you- they go, thank you, thank you. And leave, and I'm like, "What the fuck was that? So I didn't touch, crazy. no reciprocation." Yeah. And I told Katie, and she's like, "No, you're lying." And I go, "I swear, that's what's going on." So then, as a dog, I had a dog cage in the living room. We put a blanket over it so Katie could be in the dog cage, and they and couldn't hide. see her. And then she would watch these guys do this with such. And I, I had some sort of like golden nectar that was like rejuvenating them or something like Did it was you, thank so, you thank you I'm so like, you don't like to do stuff to the guys you like getting I stuff do done now. to you okay so now you're both this is yeah at first it was, was very a man driven like i'm the man i mean i'm still all, the the dominant one but i don't i'll i'll give you mine i'll give yeah. you my power wow so okay so thanks to katie she told me how to use my butthole oh my gosh so she's like the perfect wife for you yeah, yeah. There's, as far as I can tell, there's only one wife for me. And you guys have an open relationship? Yes. So you're able to fuck whoever you want? As long as I get permission before I do it, yes. And same with her? Yes. And that does not bother you whatsoever? You do not get jealous? No. Oh, I've been jealous before, but it, it is what it is. You just get accepted. Too bad. You're like, well. He's really high. He probably gave it to her really good. And then you're, I call it the, uh, the addict brain, which is probably gave it to her better than you. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. no. Yeah, because you got to run. Dudes have to run that through their yeah, head. And I'm like, yeah. good. I hope he did. Like, well, if I go hook up with somebody, does she hope that it's terrible? No. Right. Like, it's supposed to be really good. Even if it is the best sex ever, you're not her. So what's, now that's my question. So being married is like, okay, you're, you love everything about her, her personality, everything. And like, that's why you were like, I want to be with, I want to be married to her. I, I'm just wondering what makes someone want to get married when they want to sleep with so many people. That's my question. Uh, I don't think married means that much to us. I think it's okay. like a legal thing mm-hmm. for, I think that um, she could, part of her really doesn't care. And then a part of her old school part what would like to be romantically married. She has hopeless romantic tattooed on her forearm. Are you not romantic with her? I am, but I'm bad at it. Why? I try. But, well, because I'm bad. I did not. I, I, I thought I explained. I'm a nightmare to live with. I, 
I oh do God. romantic okay, what, what things. What did you do for Valentine's Day? We don't do Valentine's Day. Okay, so what's what's something romantic that you think you were bad at? <laughs> okay, like um, re- like let's say it's your birthday. Am mm-hmm. I gonna put like months into your birthday? No, no. I mean, no one does. Uh, some people do. Do they? Rob Dyrdek does like celebrates his wife's fucking afternoons with balloons. That's amazing. I'm very happy for him. <laughs> Makes me look bad, but I I I feel like I'm also uh, from therapy. I'm my affection is um I'll do you want to fuck? You know, I mean, if I grab your ass, I'm like I really love you. Okay. And she's like, it's not. It's like you really love me, and then like five minutes later, you're boned up. Like he's. I have to do ones where I'm like, I really love you, and I give her a kiss, and it doesn't involve any sex. Oh. Those ones are always hard for me because she's really hot. Yeah. And if I go, I kiss her, and I'm like, I love you, then that usually turns into, whoa, I probably could do it right now as well. Yeah. I'm a walking penis. Dead. So I don't, so I sometimes I feel like I could do way better at that. Aww. I could do. But it's good that you guys have a lot of sex. That's important. Yeah. I think, you know, obviously, there's yeah, we're rabbits. Well, that's great. That would be weird. That would be because she knows that. If it was like, yeah, I don't really want to, I'd be like, whoa, yeah. really? Then you'd know. Something I feel like you don't like right. me anymore because yeah. I'm still attached to it that way. Because a lot of people, I mean, I can admit it. People say sometimes that, like, you know, that sex equals love, but that's not always, you know, not always true. No. There's so much more yes. to it. You know, that's why it's good that you make effort to to be loving without just trying to fucking put it in. And, and I think the biggest move for me is I can admit that I'm not good. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to argue. I, oh, bullshit. I fucking planned that out. Like, yeah, yeah nah, fuck. And, and she knows I, you know, I hit my head a lot. I smoke weed all the time. So, like, for me to, I don't really, I got to really think about my kids' birthdays. Like, the oh. dates. Because I forget everybody's dates. Or, like, my wife, she used to always ask for the first five years we dated, what's my middle name? And I'd be like, it's. Janet. You'd forget? Yeah. Stop. And then she would do it on purpose to me. And I'm like, that's not fair. Like, you're doing it to a brain damaged person. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, hey, Jason, what's my middle name? And I'm like, I don't know my middle name. What the fuck? How come I'm in trouble? I don't know I my middle I think I'm Terry. Like, oh I don't Oh my God, yeah. I'm fucking dead. Um, okay, we're going to take a quick break, you guys, and we'll be right back. We do sometimes. Nice. We might have one, we might not. But we'll be right back with Jason Ellis. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. Okay, did you need a minute? Because I can give you one. I'm just so intrigued. I just love asking all these questions. Okay, so we were talking about how you're bisexual, you're married. Like, are you now, do you find yourself? Because I always feel like when someone's bisexual, I'm bisexual. So with me, I always find you tend to lean more towards one or the other. It's like I tend to lean more towards liking men more. Like, it's not even. But, I mean, it just depends. Is it? Do you have an even attraction to men and women? Or is it? More women. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, for me, it's more men, but I love women, too. So, it's like, you know, it goes both ways. There is now a new element now that I bottom every now and then. What? Well, if you... Girls don't don't have penises, so... And guys have um, things in their their butt, like, uh, that you can get an orgasm from. Of course. So... like the prostate. Yeah. So, when guys hit that the right way, girls can't do that. No, they can't do that to so you. So there's a thing that guys can do to me that my wife can't do. Uh-huh. And I think at first that was a little bit of a thing like, oh, yeah? yeah. And I'm like, well, I guess you could do it. 
Yeah, she has. Well, she was the person that did it first. In. She used to do me with a strap on. Yeah, that was the. I never did any of that stuff because I was just like, I'm not getting AIDS. Did like, she I'm not introduce getting, that to you? She fucking made it all. She spent at least six months putting a finger in my ass and making me drink Chardonnay or taking half a Zanny, and I could not do so it. So you could relax. I would be like, I have. I'm like, how many fingers? And she's like, it's. I haven't got half of one in yet, and I'm like. Oh my it god! I so feel bad. like you're ripping me apart. I hate that. Yeah, so it but took a really like the, long time. But now you're like the Grand Canyon down there. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm a gaping whore. Thank you for uh, bringing that out. I actually I wrote was down my why there first was a little worst. echo going. Just <laughs> <laughs> your fucking gaping, your gaping asshole. My, I'm yes. like, what's that echo in the room? Oh, never mind. It's Jason's gaping asshole. That's great. Oh shit! Um, love I, that for you. She taught me how to wash out. So yeah, the, with the M and M. Here's my first worst for you. Okay. So we lived in the valley mm-hmm. and we had a spare bedroom and the spare bedroom had a shower that had that um, plastic floor. Okay. So it was like a Linoleum. hollow sound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she bought one of those metal ones that you put up your butt, you attach to a shower yeah. and you wash your butt out. Yeah. And she's like, I'll show you how to do it. I'm like, this sounds sketchy to me. Yeah. She's like, give me all right, put some lube on there and then put the thing up there. And I'm putting the thing out. I'm like, oh, my butt's filling up. She's like, you're fine, relax. And then- She's on the ground with her legs crossed on the ground in front of the shower while I'm standing there, standing up with this thing in my butt. And then I'm like, it's filling up. It's filling up. She's like, relax. Just stay calm. And then a turd comes out, shot out of my butt and landed on the ground and made this bong, this bong sound. <laughs> like just bong. Like- and it was like just sitting there. And I, I'm not, like a, a I really don't, turd. I don't like like poo. Especially Stuff, around my yeah. wife. Yeah, like okay. my That's your oh. one no-no. Yeah, like if she, I, as far as I know, she doesn't poo. Okay, I'm going to keep it that way. Yeah. But now she knows I poo. I just pooed. And you were like and so she, embarrassed. And, I went, oh. and she was like, oh. And then she laughs hysterically and then I laughed. But there was a good two-second thing there where I was like, like, are we divorced? <laughs> like, is this the end? Did I just grotesque the grotesker? Like, how far can you go? Okay, but see, I'm totally different because I'll have, like, really crazy diarrhea and I'll send pictures to my husband and be like, is this normal? That's so not cool. I'm so not cool. Wait, you have to tell Tommy. If she did that, I would fucking seriously leave her. He gets so mad. Me too. He's like, that is disgusting. That is disgusting. You Oh, I'm a man, sick if fuck. my wife hears this, or she's probably have, laughing, but oh my God. Or if God. I have like a nasty ass period with like clots and fucking like <laughs> creatures that look like faces and shit, I fucking send it to my husband or I'll put one in my hand and I'll walk over to him and be like, what should we name it? <laughs> oh my God. It? I'll be like, what should we name it? Oh my God, you're like, disgusting. I'm disgusting. I'm disgusting. That is a- you thought you were disgusting. Yeah, no, I'm you- I'm very disgusting. Yeah. And I will literally, it'll, it'll be a blood clot oh, like this Ms. big. Stop, stop. And I will walk up to him and be like, what should we name it? And, oh. he, and he will throw up. Uh, yes, he fair. Will actually- <laughs> I can't. Katie did it to me up. the other day in the share where she just went, huh, and like. Blood came out. Yeah, dropped it on the share. And I was like, oh. And she's like, really, really at this point? I'm like, yes, really at this point. It's kind of crazy that you can't handle that after all the shit that you fucking have been through and done. She'll argue this, but I will. I do like period sex if it's at the start. and But it has to be mean and it has to be about blood. You have to talk about it, which means I have to be in a blood fucking mood. And that's not every day. And it just smells like pennies or like... (laughs) But I'm, but it's only the start. I don't like the late the gushing days. like yeah. fucking. I like all the because yeah, she used to do that to me when we first met. She would cut my 
arms with razor blades and suck all the blood out and spit it all over me. Okay. So I didn't know. Um, oh, I'm in blood play. Like, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. it's it's I'm over it now, but at the time it seemed really cool. <laughs> Because I was, she's covered in tattoos. She's really hot. I've seen and her on And she was like spitting Instagram. blood all over me and blowing me. And I was in a relationship with two kids where I wasn't getting sex for years anymore. Wow. So all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, wow. this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Wow. And how long have you guys been married? Uh, three years, I think. That's great. Yeah. But I think we've been dating for almost 10 years now. Wow. Yeah, so you waited a while really well. to get married. Yep. Yep. So she helped raise your kids. Yep. That's amazing. She helped raise me and my kids. And your kids, do your kids live with you or about half, half and half? Half and half. That's great. Yeah. That's I great. They call her stepmom now, which is because I remember when we first that day, I'm, she's not going to be my stepmom. I'm like, never said she was going to be. Just in love with her. Were they mad about it? They definitely, there was a beef when we first broke up because they, you know, mom, their mom wasn't happy with me and wasn't happy with Katie and I because- People talk. I'm on a radio show where I talk about stuff. everything. So you know, it's Did like you slept with China, and it's like she she's like, really, you fuck China, and I'm like, I mean, it's not your dick anymore. Like I can kind of, but I get you know, oh, you took your dick out on the Howard Stern show, and I'm like, I, I'm making a million. I'm like a famous radio guy. People think that it was one of the yeah. greatest things ever to put M and M's in my penis. So you put M and M's in your penis? Yeah, that's how I got like on the Howard Stern show. Inside of the shaft, I challenge. I've, I'm uncut, so I challenged uh, the a, a, a guy that works at the Stern Show who's uncut to who could put the most M and M's in their pouch. Was it you? Hey, I'm I'm like your your husband. I'm ca- I'm packing. I love that. So um, he beat I beat him by t- by what he did twenty five and I did fifty. That's amazing. Have you heard and then about Howard Stern? Thought I was cool because I put M and M's in my dick. dick. Of I didn't course, think it was Howard, a bad move. That's all you need to be cool to Howard Stern. <laughs> Really is. How many M&Ms can you put in your dick to you get on Howard Stern's the next, radar? The next time I came, I put nipple clamps all over it, and George Takei took it off and kind of like gave me a bit of a gay hand job. <laughs> and he was like, Sturman's like, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's oh. the best I did on the Stern show was that day. That's amazing. That was probably my radio highlight. I love it. Yeah. So, okay, do people slide into your DMs now that you're- always. Constantly, both, right? Guys, both sides. girls. Remember that Living Color song, Everybody Loves You When You're Bi? Yes. Yep, that's me. So, so what is your, <laughs> does your wife get mad? What does she say? No. Does she call cool no. with it? You she, get, she get mad at, um, at uh, bitches trying to do some sly shit. Okay. But I don't, I don't answer that. I get to have sex anywhere I want. I don't answer to sly shit. So what's, like, hey, what's, what's up? I'm like, fuck off. I'm not answering what's that. What's sly shit? What's the difference hey, between wanting to just when, fuck you? When some hot chick says, hey. That's weird. Who does that? What's to, wrong with you guys? Because you're testing me. Hey. Okay. Like, I'm going to hey, look what? at your account, see you're hot, and that's enough. All you did was say, hey, and I'm uh, I'm good to go because that's you're crazy. fucking hot. I'm like, no. Nah. No, nah, hey. Wow, that's weird. So you just don't respond. Yeah, I block Okay, them. so then what about, then how do you meet the girls that you sleep with that you're outside of your marriage? Well, it's not that often now because I don't go out there anymore. I'm not on tender anymore i gave up on that i just usually a friend of a friend or i mean nikki and lee and i play around sometimes and does your wife participate too like yeah, are you yeah, guys yeah. all included we did some only fans shit the other day where i was just stunt dick champion for all three of them i was like any time anytime <laughs> you need me to get a test i'm there for you wow so and you just I don't even care little girl who's my friend who hangs out sometimes and that's like, sometimes Katie will hook up with her as well. And sometimes Katie's like, nah, you guys can hang out. And then 
we'll hang out. So it's usually, especially now. Is it like at like your house while Katie's home? Yeah. So Katie will be home. You'll be fucking a girl in the room and Katie will be home and like watching. Not in the same room. Like I got downstairs. a movie theater downstairs. Yeah. I'll go play and then come back up. And she doesn't care. At all. Wow. That takes a strong woman. We're a strong team. You guys are a strong team. We've been through a lot. Yeah. Like the whole uh, you having sex with some cute person yeah. versus all the shit that her and I have been through. Yeah. Like we're here for each other. For She knows I'll die for her. Aww. You know? So, and she's, you know, I got heart conditions. I've been through a lot of shit. You in have my, a heart condition? Shh, man, I got told Tell me everything. What's more wrong? of a heart condition Tell now. Tell me everything. I have a great cardiologist if you need one. What's the heart condition? Uh, well, I, my heart went into AFib, so I had to get an ablation and then that fix seemed to fix. And that's why I had a couple more pro fights. And then how did you know you were in AFib? Did you, fi- you started I had to go to hospital? It was, going, I was, a heart it was going 240. What was it? Knock me out. I had to shock it back. Did they in. give you the ad- adenosome or whatever to stop it and restart it. it didn't. Oh, when they knock you out? No, they inject this stuff and I'm yeah, going to butcher work. the name. They injected it and it didn't work. So then they have to knock you out and electrocute your chest back into normal rhythm were you just at home and it started going that fast first yeah yeah one time i woke up with it and they said that you have to stop drinking so i quit drinking and then i went back to get a checkup the other day and he's like yeah your heart's getting bigger uh if uh, you know you you i know you, you you don't like to bullshit your heart's getting bigger we have to put you on a beta blotter which beta which blo- one blocker. Do you take? i take one too I, I just started and it makes me fucking need to piss all the time which one and do i'm you take? thirsty all the time which one do you take i don't know what it's called i just started it starts with m i don't know it starts with is it metropolol yes 24 man what the fuck you a doctor i've been on all of it wait you have I a heart have, condition well i have anxiety disorder so, See, my, so heart, do I. my heart will go 200 in the middle of the night and i thought i had afib and i'll go to the er and they'll put me on Valium, and yeah. it'll go, and it'll go away, which means away, it is which means panic. it's not yeah. AFib, it's panic, yeah. and so which is good news for you, which is good news for me. But a panic it also, attack is you think you're having a heart attack. You think Mine you're is, having a heart attack. I did have a panic attack, and now it's like, mm, no, you actually have a heart condition it's too. So now that must make your anxiety worse. The last week, I mean, I got better the last couple of days, but the first week of him telling me that uh, I'm going to have to have a heart replacement uh, in the next twenty years. Or I'll slowly suffocate to death. And I was like, all right, I'll see you later, doc. And then, you know, I was like. But you like, had the ablation and you haven't had the, the AFib Yeah, but he's like, this since. is going to come, it's going to come back now. Like, you've got, you've got a heart condition. This is a thing that you Are you're you taking to, your beta blocker every day? Yeah. And you take it at night before bed, right? I take it in the morning now. You take it in the morning. Yeah. It okay. makes me tired through the day. That's what I'm saying. Take it at night before bed. I take mine before bed. Oh, uh, okay. I take uh, by that's a great one. I've been on Metropol. I've tried Propranolol, but it was all making me very tired. Yeah. And then I was like- you get thirsty? Very thirsty, urinate constantly. But that's also Fuck, part man, of anxiety. I can't do long distance driving anymore. It's part of anxiety too. I pissed in an pee. Uber last night with a blanket over my it dick. Happens. It happens. I had to. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is the heart, the heart needs to get rid of the water. Yeah. So your you your heart, you need to just get, your body's just trying to get it out because your heart doesn't like it. doesn't like having too much fluid. Um, but, but so yeah, that's crazy that, you know, I feel you, I guess I feel you on that, but I'm glad you had the ablation. That's like amazing. So you don't have to at least worry about your heart going fucking 240 anymore. It can still do that. He said it can still do it, but you haven't had it happen since Mm -hmm. you had it done. When did you have it done? Um, well, that's not true. I have had it go in again. I got shocked out like six months ago. Okay. So you really just like, if you don't drink anymore, you should be fine with that. And then I went back a week ago and he was like, what about coffee? 
I still drink it. I saw you say. No coffee, Don't Jason. drink. I drink coffee every day. Jason, you got to stop. Look, you it's bad for to. your heart. I mean, this is what's anything that's going to speed your heart up. Caffeine, yeah. fucking any uppers you got to get rid of, dude. I know it sucks. And you listen, I'm tired. A hundred percent of the time, my husband makes fun of me because I sleep probably more than anyone because I don't drink any kind of stimulant or anything. I don't take stimulants. I fucking am just tired constantly. But Do you eat sugar? Keeps my heart from going very little because uh, that's another thing that gets your heart going. I barely I really even like eat sugar. chocolate and I love sugar. I have to, if you change your diet, like, See, and this I know is this, what's coming. This everything is, that I like is, is everything taken away. Well, here's the thing. If you can change it in a way that like, okay, so there's certain things you can do. And I've only learned this just because I might've been dealing with the, the fast heart since I was like a little kid. I would go to like the hospital because my heart was going like 200 when I was little and um, it's all anxiety. So they've looked at my heart a thousand times, but there's things you can do like, okay, so in the morning before you eat anything, like if you can, do you like celery or no? Celery? Yeah. Sure. Okay. And plus like, it'll make you come, your cum go further if you, you're interested in that part. Yeah, of it. I am. Thank but, you. So you can, go ju- further. if you drink it, well, yeah, basically like the secret is I thought cel- Kegels made it go further. celery and pineapple juice will make your, your cum shoot insanely far. The porn star guy told my husband that I forget his name. I know who it is too. Okay. I'm not that guy. I don't know Paul and Stars. But he but he told my husband that and so my husband was like, Oh, you're drinking okay, so anyway, so celery huh. juice. If you drink a plain if you can if you have a juicer and you yeah. can juice a plain eight ounce glass of celery juice every morning and yeah. drink that before you start your day, yeah. that'll help because that calms the body. The vitamin K is like very calming for your heart. And that's a great way to to get the body going in the morning. And then just take it easy. Like you'll get energy from it. If you stop drinking caffeine, you'll eventually start getting energy from other stuff. But you're going to be tired for like a month. Is decaf okay? I'm tired for a month. I'm tired every day. And you still drink coffee. Yeah. Imagine not drinking coffee. I just don't I just don't answer to tired. Like, no. I don't answer to tired. I don't answer to pain. I don't answer to that bullshit. Okay. Like, you want to make it in life? Yeah. I don't give a fuck how tired I am. I give a yeah. fuck how many hours I work that day. Do you want to be something? Then fucking go. Like, There's- I'm a, as someone, someone told me, for a million dollars, would you be happy today? I'm like, what do you mean? So if I gave you a million dollars cash... But you just had to be happy all day. Could you do it? Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, I could do it. He's like, <laughs> then you can happy. do it. You can do it whenever you want. Yeah, that's a good point. Even so if you're faking it, you're not really happy. Well, I don't know. <laughs> this Somet- is great. Sometimes <laughs> I get, caught, like even today in that car, you know, I'm caught up in stuff. I got things going through my mind. Uh, I don't want to be shit on here. You're not shit at I, all. You're I, the best. <laughs> but, I, so good. but I have to worry about it before yeah. it happens regardless. Right. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You're, Tony Hawk gave you a lotus. Yeah. Shut up. Shut like, up. start so laughing. Right so now, much start fun. laughing. And then I started laughing down the freeway because, and I'm like, this isn't fake. This is what it's, you, you, when you stop laughing, that's, you fucked up again. Go back to just always thinking, today, you're in a lotus that Tony Hawk, the greatest skateboarder ever. Yeah. And you're a skateboarder and he's your friend. Yeah. And you guys got a podcast coming out together because he's your friend. Yeah. This is a great day to be you. Not, man, my back's sweaty. I hope I don't fucking say anything too stupid on this podcast. <laughs> that's that's so funny because they say that a lot with people with anxiety disorders is like, to, so if you have a negative thought or you're like, oh, I'm going to fuck up. What's the opposite? Instead, yeah, you got to talk. Yourself I'm gonna up. do fucking great. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking not be nervous. I'm not gonna have a panic attack. I'm not gonna go and have a yeah. heart attack. You know what I mean? It's a constant battle. Constant. Because there's the dark guy in there, always saying the bad thing. And I always grew up that kind of helped. There was a time yeah. there where I'd be like, "You piece of shit, get the fuck back up there and make it." 
because I get angry to yeah. make that skateboard trick. Yeah. And now it's now it's, it's like, like I like you beat I'm yourself a, I'm, up enough. I'm a piece of shit. Like Jason, you piece of shit, get up there and do a great podcast. No. No. no, Jason, you're a fucking champion. Yeah. Get up there and shred like you always do. Yeah, or so. you're the best and you don't even need to worry about it. The podcast is going to be great. Check you out. Right? That's, that's an, what that's you got to say. Maybe that after I do some celery juice, that'll kick in. <laughs> Can I have decaf? Okay, so- Oh, all co- I'm all, leaving. All coffee has <laughs> caffeine in it. Even decaf does. But I prefer if you can have decaf over coffee. But one thing my doctor told me, anything that's going to- Speed your heart up, sugar, caffeine. Try to avoid it. It'll feel better. You'll live longer. You'll get to fuck as many people as you want for longer. I know, exactly. So You don't want to fuck when you're 70. Well, then if you're checked out, then do whatever you want. Have you been to a Korean spa? Oh, wait, you're a girl. If you go to a Korean spa, because I used to go to Korean spas before the pandemic. Yeah. They give you the happy ending, right? If you don't, no, no, every, no. In Korean spa, everybody's gay, and they all try to suck you off in the steam room. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh yeah. In yeah. LA, girls are like missing out. Like yeah, regular got, one. Me, what's the uppity gym? Equinox. People try to suck you off in Equinox. Stop. People try to suck me off in Equinox every Jason. time I go there. Jason, I won't get sucked <laughs> off at Equinox because it's a serious establishment, and I respect it. So when you try to <laughs> suck me up, I say no. Many, not one time. Every time I've ever been there, every time somebody tries to suck me off in the steam room or in the showers with the doors open. Dude has the door open and he's jerking off, looking at me in the shower on the other side. In Equinox, what's up? What's up? In and Equinox. I'm like, shut the door. I'm like at Equinox, <coughs> Voda Spa. Okay, I've heard of Voda Spa. Very classy establishment. Yes. Every I used to go there with my friend Dingo. No one's ever tried to suck me off there. Somebody tried to suck me off the air the last time. How does I was it there. happen? They just start staring at you, or maybe you're staring at them. <coughs> nice, nice. I see what you. <laughs> maybe because what I haven't realized is I'm constantly looking to suck people off, and I keep blaming others. But really, I'm just like, uh, uh, <laughs> or maybe uh. you're you're staring at them, thinking, no. are they going to offer? Usually to suck in a steam off? room, I like to pull my dick out of the side of my shorts and go. <laughs> And, and yeah, I don't know why. I don't get why guys no, want to suck me off. No, I don't. <laughs> your dick, no, you're just. I would tell you. I would tell okay, you. Okay, so you're not paying attention, and they just. Come, what do they do? They come over to you and go like, "Hey." It's usually the other side. They get on the other side of you, and they face you, and they do this. They do like a an adjustment. Uh huh. And then that's it's the a, sign. Oh, that's the sign in the because I go to the well, not anymore, but the Korean spa. The total sign is, um, like uh, when guys are in the steam room, they're all going for it. If a guy comes in. Everybody stops. And then the guy goes, and that's, I'm a part of the gang. Go back to sucking. How do you, how, okay. Because there's guys <laughs> in there awesome. that aren't gay, right? Yes. So do they come and in every and be now like. And then they'll go, uh, 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 or uh, guys, really? And then every, really? all the gays stop sucking. And I'll be like, ha, ha, ha. Like I've done it before where I'm in there and I'm meditating. I'm not in the sucking mood at all. Uh-huh. And someone's just grabbed my leg and I've got, hey, the fuck off me. <laughs> and then everybody in the room stops sucking each other because they're like, oh shit, straight guy in the room. I'm not a straight guy. I just don't want everybody to suck me. And you can't suck me without me giving you an eye. Yeah. You can't just adjustment. grab my penis while my, like if I'm like, eyes, and you're just like, yeah, nah. No, it's not. Yeah. 
That's so fucking... So it's pretty gnarly in there. Dude, that's so crazy. I didn't even know that happened. I wish girls were more like that. So do I, because Katie goes to the other side, the girl's side, and they never touch each other's pussies in there. It's harder with girls because, like, I, you know what? And it bums me out because, like, when I was single... And I would like want girls to hit on me. I never got hit on yeah. ever. If I did, it was like a really like masculine Butch. woman yeah. who would be Same like, with hey, Katie. baby. And I'm just like, that's not my type. I'm like lipstick girl. Like Same I like Katie. the pretty girls. Katie likes pretty like, girls, which means it's way less consistent. And because- way less approachable. Like yeah. a lot. Cause you never know. Although I will say online makes it a lot easier because there's like a lot. Like, I mean, I don't know if you guys do TikTok or whatever, but TikTok, yeah. there's like a whole gay girl community on tiktok is there oh totally i'm not you in can the just, community oh yeah there's a whole gay that. girl community on there and they you see all their pictures and their videos and they talk about being gay and so you're like oh Ooh. this is cozy like i know this person like if i made an advance on them they would be into it but like, okay. I mean, i'm married so i'm not i'm obviously that but like you know i feel like if that was around when I was single, that's like a way more comforting. Because I, I think as a girl, like when you're like a, a lipstick lesbian or bisexual, it's a lot harder because you never know you're going to make a move on somebody who's straight and then they're going to get fucking weird and you're like, oh, sorry. Oh, oh Hopefully oh. they don't get too weird. I always feel like girls are a little more understanding. Do you? I feel like I would hope not. so. Really? Oh my God. I've had like. That's so gross. I remember I went on like, a, I thought I was on a date with a girl. And she was so pretty, and I was like, I like, I thought we were flirting, and I like went to kiss her, and she was like, "What are you doing? We're friends." And I was like, "Oh my god, I was so embarrassed!" Like, because I thought like my friend, it was such a weird hangout. Because my friend was like, "You should hang out with my friend." I'm not gonna say her name, and I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, like." I totally because I was single and I was thinking she was trying to set us up. Yeah. But really, it was more just to be friends because she was like, oh, you guys really get along. I found out later. Oh. But I was like, this is so, it was made me feel so weird when you get rejected like that. You're like, oh, she's like, dude, what are you fucking? I mean, she laughed like we're still friends. Yeah. But it was like, she was like, oh, no, I'm not gay at all. And I'm like, I kind of find that hard to believe, but okay. Yeah. Like, I respect it. (laughs) It I don't know why, but it would be weirder to me to be rejected by a man than a woman. It's weird, like, yeah. I feel like I've yeah. never been the initiator. If a guy was initiator. like, I'm, I'm good, dude, and you're just yeah, like, oh, wow, I'd, now I feel like a total fucking loser. That would, yeah, <laughs> that would burn so hard. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. It actually burned worse than like, I mean, I've never been re- rejected by a guy, so I wouldn't really know. Like, I've never had a guy not want to kiss me back, but like, the girl was like, so, it was so fucking like insulting. Yeah. It was so insulting. Yeah, because you're not supposed to ever get denied. No, and yeah. I was like, ooh, and I was like, what? It made me feel like a like the the thing creepy. from the Goonies, like yeah, the, like, yeah like you're a creepy yeah. sex fiend. Yeah, that's what happens when you get denied. You feel immediately yeah, you're like, like a creep. I'm the worst. You're like, oh man, I'm so horrible. gross. Anyway, I feel like we've talked about everything in this podcast. I love it. I want to talk about your podcast you have, the okay. Jason Ellis Show. Yeah, I so got two. I got three and now. You have three. Okay, tell. Plug so all I have your the stuff. Jason Ellis Show, and that is every Tuesday at midnight, a new episode. And that on is where? Where all podcasts Just are available, okay. yeah, downloadable everywhere. Uh, and that's my, myself and Michael Tully and Kevin Kraft. They're my co-hosts from the SiriusXM show. We all moved and started our own podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I do an MMA show every Monday with Alan Joban, who's a UFC fighter. So it's just strictly uh, combat sports, 
because I always talked about that. And huh. I was like, why not have a podcast about it? Alan Joban's like a Versace model and shit. So he's oh. really hot. And I'm oh, like, whoa. what about really hot fight guy? And then like scrabbly, like comedian tattoo guy yeah. who's had some fights. Yeah. Maybe it'll be worth watching. I don't know. So yeah. we're just trying that. And then I just recorded my first episode of Hawk versus Wolf, which is myself and Tony Hawk. I do a podcast that drops every Wednesday at midnight. And you're, that's like the that's big one. great. Because we started together. Yeah. And now we're going to be back together. And he's really excited about being back in broadcasting. And he felt like Sirius kind of snoozed on both of us. Yeah. And he's really sort of fired up to to do good. And that's probably better really to do it on your own me. anyway. Now, because, I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But if you do like it, I definitely don't need 75 executives to tell me what to do next. And then slow it down to and the point where- And also take like a huge chunk of your money. And just to me, um, they stopped what I was doing. Yeah. Every day they'd be like, that's good, but it should be a little bit more like this. That's never yeah. in our show now. Yeah, don't we just let people do tell you what to do. exactly what we want to do. I'm like, I hey man, that. we're doing a fire stun. And the guy from Cass goes, cool. He doesn't even say like, don't get hurt. <laughs> Dead. He's like, I like that. <laughs> he wants you to get hurt more views. I just feel like it's diff- it'd be different if it wasn't so. I'm jumping through fire and all that stuff is not. I'm not. A, I'm not a psychopath. Like I, You're I not. I'm a. I'm a, a measured. <laughs> I'm a measured maniac. Okay, I like that. Where I know the consequences and they always add up to not dying. But there's a there's a, maybe there's an injury in it. But there's an injury in it that I know I can survive. There you go. And it's like, is it on video? Because I know how this game goes. Yeah, that's all you need. I went through a wall of fire the other day and I was like, if this doesn't work, just make sure that camera's on me. Because <laughs> I had a speedo on as well. I was like, man, if I get burnt, just make sure that film oh, gets me. Oh my God. I know. It's all about the views. That's it at the end of the day. <laughs> What's uh, Tom Segura? Did you see that basketball slam? No. Oh, I God, love it's Tom It's the Segura, greatest though. slam. It really? Oh, when you, he broke his arm? Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Of course. So he yeah. tried to dunk, and instead of oh, dunking, he- Oh, my God, he, dude. That was- that, I didn't even know it was gnarly. humanly possible to be that uncoordinated. His fucking arm was like- You know, his ugh. knee exploded on takeoff, and that's why he fell backwards? No. So he blew his knee out before he left the ground. Then he landed with his arm. Isn't it weird how your body just starts to fail you? Like when I hit 30, I was like, this is weird. Stuff's just like breaking down. Not backing you up on that. It's I felt horrible. like Tom Segura was the most uncool. Like to me as, as a, an ex-athlete, I'm like, wait. Yeah, who does that? Wait, you can make your body be that stupid? <laughs> oh my God. That's incredible. Like as you fall for your back the at the last second, no, wait, let me get this right behind there and snap it off. Like, how did you do that? Dude, people were ripping on him so hard for that. They were like, it was the people funniest. were saying the same thing. Like, how did that, how is that position that you fell in even possible? It's the funniest like, it's like physical to, thing I've ever seen. You have to try to do that. He should be in jackass. I heard Bam got fired. Tom Segura has a slot. Oh my God, I can't. I love Tom. That's hilarious. He's amazing. Um, okay, so follow you on Instagram, at Wolfmate. Yep. And where else? We got your podcast. Yeah. You have three podcasts, Jason Hall's show, um, Hawk versus Wolf, and then you G'day have- MMA is the G'day other one. MMA. And what else can we Oh yeah, I do a Patreon. You, you do a Patreon. Yeah, okay, I do so- two Jason Ellis Patreons a week, and I do two solo Patreons a week, and it's on uh, Patreon forward slash Ellismate. And that's all probably on your Instagram too, right? Yeah, I post it, but you know you can't say the word Patreon because you get shadow banned. Oh, really? <laughs> Man, what is... That's so I mean, you're weird. a person that run all the in- internet. Yeah, that's You know how so to run weird. all these things. I do. Does that surprise you? That, you know what? I've noticed recently that I can't share anything from Instagram to Snapchat. So the different... 
the different um, platforms, they don't want to support each other unless they're connected. So Facebook owns Instagram, so you can share across the yeah. two platforms. Yeah. Fine. But if you try to share something from Instagram to Snapchat, they don't want it. If you try to share something from TikTok to Instagram, they don't really like it. And if you start sharing too much, you'll get less views. Yeah, I used to get like 4 million views a video on Instagram. And then when I start, if you go back to my videos, like from like 2000 and probably like 18 even, like my videos get over a million views on my videos. And then as soon as I started using other platforms, my audience got cut literally by like the amount of people they let see your page, you get, pu it's punished. So yeah, shadow ban technically. If I start, so I started using other platforms. I started using other, um, you know, things to make videos and then that was it. Then it was like, okay, we're only going to let like 50,000 people see your video or a hundred. Instead I'm of a million. I'm so sick of hearing about how the person that has it all is taking your last piece. Oh, yeah. It's just like. No, because they don't want someone to go on your Instagram page and see the TikTok thing and go, well, what's that? Should I go on there instead? And then they lose that per, And then they lose those people. Well, so, no, you have them all. Yeah. Everybody has them Everything all. Everything has them but all. But you just yeah. want to make it difficult. Yeah. Like, I feel like Instagram makes so much money because we're all on Instagram. Yeah. But. Don't say the word Patreon. I'm like, that's no. my fucking money. But they let Not you to mention have OnlyFans. Only fans. They do let you know. You can't know. say that. You can Oh, now? that's the worst one. I've got Lee and Nikki can't. They say all the working girls now call it. Oh, well. It's like cone. They use a different like letter in it. Like knownly fan, or no, like, because because they can't. You can't say only fans on Instagram. They will ban you. Wait, but my friend Amanda Cerny is like one of the biggest. Does she do? She non naked photos. Yes, that's why. Oh shit! If you're if you're in, uh, I'm just looking to see like if. the Lee and Nikki range so of, of like only fans, you can see my if you're vagina. Doing porn. Yeah. Basically. Then you're uh, you're you're banned. Oh my God, that's the rules. Yeah, because I'm looking at Amanda's page. She and I've says, also, I don't know the facts of it, but I know that it's like, yeah, man, it's for sex trafficking. I'm like, yeah, from what I hear, sex trafficking is thriving more than ever. And now girls that actually want to do sex work cannot do it. So all they did was figure out a way to fuck over a bunch of people that do it and aren't on drugs to get paid for sex work. And all the people that are sex slaves and being stolen and racketed around the world, it's never been bigger. Okay, so that's three hundred million a year. Crazy. You know that? Crazy, no. Apparently, it's the number one money making illegal uh, business in the world today. Is I can't slavery. believe that exists. And it's usually, and it's mainly children. Oh, yeah. In the United States? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. The world. The, just around. But there's the a guy. World. I got Tim. I almost had him on my show, but he was busy. But he were he was an FBI guy, and now he has his own organization. Uh, Something, uh, something railroad or whatever, where he goes around the world saving. Oh, I think kids. I've heard about that, like the underground underground railroad. railroad, railroad is what yes, it's called. That's right. And he yes. has he has like eight kids, and they're all like from around the world that he fucking personally saved them and adopted them. Like he's an amazing man. I tried to get him on my podcast. That's incredible. He just sounds like such an amazing person, but he also says that nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody in the media. Wants to report or admit it that it's happening. That there's that there's thirty million sex slaves in the world today, because yeah. and there's government people that are in on it, and celebrities and Apparently all kinds the, of people um, that like to hook up with. It was just horrible when the earthquakes happen in third world cities. All the um, places where the kids go, what's it called when you don't have a parent anymore? Like the orphanages. The orphanages are in on it. So when there's an earthquake in a third, like in Haiti, the orphanage is ran by sex traffickers. So the sex traffickers 
come to the orphanage to pick up all the new kids that have, don't have parents because of the earthquake that they know. They fly there. Like earthquake in Haiti, they fly to Haiti and they get all the kids that have no parents from that fucking orphanage and spread them around the world, making fucking sex slaves. Video on, selling the videos. And it's like, uh, I'm for Trump, I'm for Biden. I'm like, the whole, you're all fucked. There should be only one thing that everyone should be working on right now. And that's like 30 that's million sex so slave sad. kids are set free, but they're not. You're like, uh, Ted Cruz went to fucking Cancun. I'm like, you're a fucking like, loser. Who cares? We're all fucking you know, losers no for caring will, and, about that. And no one will ever know because it's like these poor kids are, they have no access to phones or, you know, they're kept in like rooms and they're like fed. I think it's crazy how nobody and, says it. Yeah. Like how, how come all the dudes that cry on TV now for both sides, yeah. they don't have like a 15 minute cry for, uh, for, the, what's for, really for, going on. for the most innocent of the planet yeah. being treated the most evil way. <sighs> Sorry, did I just so bum you out? No, I mean, I've already known about it. There's actually like a lot, and I know I keep talking about TikTok, it's so stupid, but there's actually a lot of people on there. Like there's girls that have escaped being yeah. sex slaves, talking on there, sharing their stories. And he like, frees houses, like there's yeah. raids where they've got like some big, uh, like a, a storage facility. Yeah, and they're all in there, in there. and okay. they've been living there for like twenty years. On like dirty and They just mattresses. go in there, yeah. Yeah, it's human. It's insane, isn't it? That's why I, I said to him, I don't know if that threw him off, but I was like, I know I smoke a lot of weed, but if there was ever, you know, if you guys wanted to ever hire me or whatever, like to kill those <laughs> people, I, I mean, if I need to get a course, you know, what I mean, like because I know how Dude, to use guns I and shit. Dude, I feel you. I I could retire from podcasting and, and do that. I could do I could do it for the people that eat the dogs in other countries that fucking take dogs and the Yulin Festival in China where they take literal like full breed golden retrievers and dip them in boiling what? water while they're alive and melt their skin off. Oh my god, we're both ruining each other's day. You realize and, that? And oh, eat them. this is fair though. If you look up the Yulin Dog Meat Festival, you will be sad for the rest of your life. I won't. And the dogs are crying and they uh, fucking cut their feet uh, off and okay. they eat them. And I could go in there with a machine gun and just gun down all those people. And people are like, oh, respect other cultures, respect other cultures. Fuck that. Eat some fucking green beans. Eat some fucking rice. If don't you put eat a, a fucking gold retriever. Water, I don't care. Or if you put a cow in boiling water, I'll shoot you too. I don't even really fuck with me anymore. Not really. My husband and I just recently, like, I mean, I have been slowly getting away from it, but I just recently was like, man, I can't do it because I love animals so much, you know? I just bought all fucking plant-based Shit, because I just can't do it. hurts me. And you don't need And it's way it. better for you. And it's better for you. Like, people, I mean, people are like, oh, I need protein. Like, there's fucking protein in it, guys. Like, it's there's plant protein, plant protein is seeds and, and, and nuts and, and vegetables. And people don't realize Plant that. protein is way better for you than animal protein. Not to mention the trauma that that animal went through. I believe that you, when you ingest that trauma, you ingest that pain. I feel that way. I feel you like feel- if you're not lifting weights all the time to get really jacked, you don't really have an argument on why no. you have to have meat. And people always like supplements and you stuff get like, like that. red meat dreams and shit. You're like, what are these fucking nightmares what? I'm having? You ever hear about that? Red no? meat dreams? You ever eat like a fucking big steak and then go to bed and have fucking crazy dreams? I don't think I really dream that much because I, I mean, I think I dream, but I think I've smoked so much weed I don't remember. You just blew it. your brain out. <laughs> so. You're so lucky. I have fucking crazy dreams every night. And then you wake up with them in your head and they fuck with you all day? I wake up really tired because I think I like astral projected my sleep. I like go. What's astral projected? When I go to sleep, 
I go places. Oh, cool. So, <laughs> Wait, that's not cool. I mean, it is, but it's really tiring because I'll go to weird worlds. Like, I'll go to Japan. That's awesome. But it's not always fun. Sometimes oh. it's scary. Oh, they're, like, chasing where you I'm and stuff? Chased, oh, okay. Or I have to fight somebody or there's snakes. Like, last oh. night I had a dream, and I always remember them, and it's so fucking crazy. I had a dream last night where I was in a basement in Japan. It was dirty, and I was playing a, a board game with a bunch of Japanese kids, and I didn't speak their language, but we were all hanging out, and then there was a snake on the ground, and it slithered up to me, and it bit me, and they were all saying, like, bullhead, 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 and it meant, like, it was poisonous. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck, guys. I gotta get to the hospital. I got bit by the... Anyway, just crazy yeah. dreams. Just so they don't you have make anxiety. Sense. Totally. So that is an anxious dream. I can never turn my brain off. I don't even get to rest when my brain is sleeping. I have never you smoke no, weed? I used to, but I have schizophrenia in my family, and my doctor was like, stop smoking weed because it'll trigger it. Yeah, but I I use CBD. That helps me a lot. With, okay. And I have these micro amounts of THC in it, but yeah. but that helps me a lot. But, you know, I did I did back in the day. I smoked weed all the time, but then I, I feel started like it to get weird. It helps me so much. It also with makes all the my, things that it happen. makes my antidepressant not work as good. You're on antidepressant? I'm on one. Yeah. I quit all that stuff. I did ayahuasca and got off all of it. What were you on? Um, I don't one? remember. You don't remember the name of the antidepressant you were on? Paxil, Prozac, Cymbalta, Alexa, Wellbutrin, um, uh, Effexor, Lexapro. Lexapro. There you go. Had brain zaps when I got off it? Yep. Yeah, and which made me really dedicate myself to getting off it. Yeah, Because really. once I started to, when someone explained to me, oh, that's just brain zaps. That's what you get when you go off Lexapro. And I was like, no. But you know what that- That's why that, not cool. Do you know why that happens though? No. Because when you're taking Lexapro, it's increasing your serotonin. And so what happens is your brain is, so my therapist or psychiatrist basically explains it like this. So you have these little divots in your brain and your serotonin, fills the little pockets in your brain so you don't get depressed. When you don't have enough, the little pockets remain empty, hence causing depression. When you have a, you know, an SSRI like Lexapro, it's dropping extra into those. And then when you cut it off, it goes back to no no little balls in the pockets. And then, then your brain starts to fucking short circuit because it wants the serotonin because your brain's basically lacking the oh, serotonin. Shit. It's all chemicals. It's all such work. It's such work. But when I don't take my, I'm on the lowest dose of Effexor, and I've been on Effexor since I was 16. When I'm not on it, I'm fucking the worst. I can't leave my house. I'm scared. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and I, it's an easy choice. Exactly. For me, it was. You can uh, still leave your house. Just, you can be here. You I, can do I didn't stuff. know how much it was making a difference in a positive way. Yeah. I just knew that it was making me slower. And Lexapro's and, a boner killer. And lazier and no yeah. sex and fat. Well, not no sex. You can't stop me. Lexapro. You slow even me down and I probably give myself a pat. I start becoming like a fucking respectable human being. Because I'm like, I'm like, I don't have to do it right now. I already did it today. Like instead of like, oh, like Katie's like, how many times you come today? I'm like, I don't know. Come on. How like, old are you? <laughs> Almost 50, 49. Yeah, are you? And yeah. you still haven't slowed down at all? No. You still have a fucking, a lot of testosterone. Four times yesterday. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's when it's going, four's too far. That's when I go, what time is it? Man, how old are you? Like, when is it going to be? I would love to do it again right now, but I'm just tired. It's oh, yeah. never been, I'm like, if Katie's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just hanging out. You want to mess around? I'm like, yeah. Duh. Like just I could, like I could that. be, I could be, I just trying to think of like a situation that I'm in where I'm like, not right now, babe. I'm a little like, no, 
There's never. No- You've never said no. To her? Fuck no. Aw, that's true love to me. <laughs> Well, it's not. I I, would, I should say it's true love, but she's really hot. Oh, she's hot. She is really and hot. She's really hot to me. Yes. Like I feel like she's not the textbook, like whatever supermodel. But to me, I've always been into people for different reasons. Like whatever you think is the hottest thing in the world, I get it. I'm not saying it's not pretty. Certain people where I can tell wouldn't be classified in a magazine as the hottest person, mm-hmm. but I am all about it. You like that person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Certain, there's MMA fighter girls where I'm like, the hottest chick ever. Really? And people are like, dude, chick is whack. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm in my, I'm in yeah. a point in my life where I can go, yeah, this girl to me is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. And people go, Jason, her nose is like pushed off the side of her face. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, she's a fucking warlord. This chick is ready to go. That is a different angle for me. There's different things that I like about people. Sometimes- I like real big, large ladies. Like What's real the, big. What, really? Yeah. The largest lady? Like, like what are we talking about? Over 400. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, that's great. It's like fun to play. It's well, like a whole- You like people who, for who they are, kind of seems like, right? Yeah, or I feel energy. like I have sex with people that I really enjoy having sex with that you in school would make fun of me. But if there was no school and like what everyone's opinion was, you would have had sex with her too. You just got this weird thing where you're like- like I hate it when people go, "Oh, look at that fat bitch," and I'm like, "Oh, that's mean." I like maybe she is fat. I I got I think she's cute or Aww. or yeah or not like I know really hot chicks where I'm like never I would never really fuck her. who's the hottest chick that people okay who's like the chick that not people all name. say okay someone that everyone thinks is hot and you're like mm. okay um well I'm a walking erection so it's got to be somebody I don't like. I would never fuck Amorosa and I think Amorosa's hot. I Amorosa, like black chicks. Amorosa. Okay, Amorosa. Yeah. I hate her. Why? So she Just cuz ne- of her mouth. Just your your cunty ways the personality. and personality starting shit and making yeah. people in the world angry with each other. Like if Ted Cruz was hot, I would never fuck him. Okay. Just trying to try to think of people that like their actual brain repulses me enough to not want to have sex with them. Right. But the look, it's always been a um I think I know that we'd be good at having sex with each other. Yeah. And I've, I'm have i not like 100% right all the time, but yeah. I'm pretty good at that yeah. where I'm like, wow, I feel like, yeah, if we ever hooked up, it would be really good. And then yeah. they, they, I can tell they're looking at me like, you're not my type. You know that, right? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm still here and interested. You can tell that, right? And then, and then we end up going and hanging <laughs> oh out. God. But I, I've always felt that with yeah. people older people younger people like what's uh, the oldest person you've ever had sex with uh well i mean when i was 17 i had sex with some 40 year olds right but then there's have you ever fucked anybody in their 70s or 80s no i really wanted to one time here's the closest i ever got this is so fucking oh i'm God. so pissed i feel like i need to have like a three-hour podcast with you because you just have so much stories <laughs> what the fuck i was married Jason? to my other wife my baby mama and i was at a supermarket this is when i lived in santa monica and we're at that really cool supermarket mm-hmm. some different air off- one Nah, some other, I don't know. Whole Foods, whatever. Some kind of whole foody thing. And this older lady, like really old, like 80. Uh Uh-huh. She goes, "Uh, I think you're really handsome. And I was like, oh, wow, thank you. She goes, you look like that one actor. And I'm like, oh, yeah? She's like, yeah, the English guy. I'm like, oh, wow, which one is that? And she then she's working with it, working, and she's following me. I'm like, oh, that's adorable little lady. She thinks you're the guy, yeah. Jason Statham. And I'm like, Aww. oh, that's cool. I'm like, that's awesome. And then um, 
She's like, I've always wanted to uh, mess around with a handsome man like you, but my time is, you know, my time is gone. And I was like, that's not necessarily gone. You could be all right. Like, I'd be interested in it. And she's like, would you? And I was like, yes, I would. Really? And then I talked about it on the radio. I asked my wife if I could. Did you get her number? I asked my wife if I could ask if she wanted to, like, watch me jerk off or something. Because you wouldn't want to fuck her. I don't think she might die. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like I could potentially. Can you imagine if she died? No, I could not imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me She's to? Like... <laughs> Dude, that would be the oh, fucking worst. Really? Just on your dick you're dies. And your dead people are on your penis. She went out happy. Yeah. I mean, you could say that to her grandchildren <laughs> and they would hopefully believe you. You kill grandma. <laughs> I look like I would kill a grandma. No you know? more $20 bills on those Christmas cards. <laughs> oh my God. Because grandmas would just give you like 20 bucks. You're like, I, what am I supposed to do with this? That was so cool when they Dead. did that. I know. So sweet. Dude, I've loved having you here. I usually only do an hour, but we've been here for fucking an hour and Sorry. 20 minutes. No, I love it. I'm going to use all of it. We're going to do two parts. It's okay. great. Cool. No problem. It's been fucking fantastic. And I want everyone to go follow you and listen to your show. I mean, they probably already do, but. No, they don't. Know. It's new. Okay. So it's new to my yeah. audience, but God, I'm sure you just got a whole bunch of new listeners i hope so so you seem like a cool person yeah i'm okay i don't feel like people that like you would hate me we seem like i don't hate you you seem like i would like you if we weren't there's no hate here everyone's real mellow that follows and your friends are my friends yeah they speak highly of you oh i love them i think they're great they love you too dude that's so fucking crazy i'm just so glad this has been a very enlightening and fucking fun time Oh, I love it. It's so fun to have people on that actually have shit to say. Oh, okay. Well, then anytime. Because I got plenty more where that came from. You should come on my we show one time, too. just go another four hours dead. Yeah, I would love to. I'll be on anytime. I'll come. I'll come, I'll all, come to Hermosa Beach. When all this shit is. Yeah. When, I should get one of those. Dead, you know, I, gave, you I, I made a circular one for my friend, a, a co-host, and I dress him like the Pope, and we put him in a, in a little Pope mobile. Stop. On the studio. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking dead. It's fun. We'll have Guys, it make sure to go follow Jason Ellis. This has been a really fucking awesome, fun podcast. I'm sharing the shit out of this everywhere. Uh, you can find him at Wolfmate on Instagram. And obviously he says three other podcasts multiple times too, if you can rewind and listen to that. But fuck, dude, I'm loved having you here. It's happening. Yay! And stay tuned next week for another episode of Worst First. I don't know if it'll be as good as this one because this was a fucking jam, but we're going to try to top it. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. See you guys.